Hey, welcome back to Everyday Economics, a podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Thursday, January 26th. And joining me as always is Dr. Orfe Divangi, PhD economist. I've been waiting like since childhood for the S&P Global Flash U.S. Composite PMI report to come out. You know, this is like one of a, what feels like for the average person, like a million economic reports that just like, what in the world is this trying to tell me? It's out. Can you simplify this document? Can you explain what it means? And can you please tell me why we're talking about this right now? What we're looking at is a a snapshot of business activity in the United States. And what it shows is it's it's contracted sharply in the month of January after contracting in December as well. And so so we're seeing uh, we're seeing business activity slow down. It's great because what it, it provides a different picture because GDP is, of course, lagging. Right. So we only, for example, we're only learning about GDP in, in the fourth quarter of 2022 today. Uh, but the flash PMI tells us what's going on with businesses right now. Right. Not last quarter. And what it's showing is that there's been a sharp contraction in both activity in the manufacturing sector, but also in the services sector. In the survey, you know, you know, if you talk to most businesses, their biggest challenge right now is that they're facing higher borrowing costs and a higher wage bills, right? And so, you know, you have a tight labor market still. It's really, really difficult to find workers to fill jobs. Wage growth is rising rapidly. And so even though the other business costs, input costs have gone down. Businesses still face much higher borrowing costs, right, due to the Fed raising interest rates and financial conditions tightening, but also because uh, they're facing higher wage bills. And so you take that and you combine that with the fact that consumer spending is declining, that worries a lot of people, right? It, it worries us that potentially, you know, if you have weakening demand and at the same time, businesses are facing higher costs, you're going to go eventually uh, into a recession because those businesses might actually start to lay off workers. You got to help me through this. That was a pretty big extrapolation right there, right? I'm going to just dig in on one thing. Why is it with what we're reading around in all corners of the news about what's happening in the economy at, a, at the person level. People are spending more of their 401ks. They're tapping into their 401ks. We're seeing credit card debt going up. We're seeing car repossessions, like starting to break into territory that we've never seen before. Walmart just yesterday announced that it's increasing its minimum wage across the board, I think to $14, which puts it just underneath where Target is at $15 an hour. How is it possible with all of the economic issues that regular people are facing that businesses are having a hard time finding workers? Help me to understand that. I don't get that part of what's happening in the economy in that regard. Exactly. Well, what what does that say? Well, it says demand is still too high, right? So even though people are, uh, you know, credit card debt has increased by 16, 17% over the last year, the reality is... Americans uh, were in the best, their best financial position ever at the start of this tightening cycle. 
right? And so people were spending a lot and now people are trying to maintain the same living standard. They're trying to continue to spend as much as they did last year, but things have changed, right? Interest rates have increased. It's now more difficult to borrow and your and your and your credit card balances are going to grow faster because interest rates have gone up. So yeah, we, we, we entered this period, this tightening cycle, this Fed tightening cycle of households in their best financial position ever. Households were spending like crazy, right? So we had, we had an overheated U.S. economy because demand was so high. And the Fed is trying to bring that down. It's trying to bring that down in line with supply. It's trying to get supply to catch up. And the only way to do that, the best way it knows how to do that is to squeeze households so they spend less. And it's happening. Now, the problem is we also had, remember, we also had supply chain issues. It wasn't just a surge in demand. It was also a contraction on the supply side. It was really difficult to uh, to get things to, to the market. And supply chains are now easing, which is also a good thing. I mean, it's a positive. With supply chains easing and demand falling, well, you know, inflation is coming down. So those are all positive things uh, that that we're seeing going forward. Now, of course, the risks are there, right? You know, we're seeing this contraction uh, in layoffs, high profile layoffs uh, for high income individuals, you know, in in industries, high income industries, right? We're seeing it in tech. We're seeing the mortgage lending businesses. Uh, We're seeing in the banking sector, some layoffs in the banking sector, right? We heard, you know, Microsoft, Google. A Goldman Sachs, you know, all these all these companies are laying off workers, and, and I think the 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 risk is that potentially, if a lot of these high income workers are laid off, you know, demand for services might actually come down as well, and then you're going to start to see a slowdown in hiring in the services sector, and, and potentially even layoffs started to enter the kind of the, the rest of the economy. I think that's something to look out for and, and to worry about. You know, the conference board has its leading economic index that also tends to do very well at predicting a recession. And it shows economic activity could could contract in the coming quarters. So there's a lot of negative signs out there showing that we are potentially on the way to a contraction that the U.S. economy is already weakening a lot. And, and so, you know, I think we talked about it on the podcast last time, you know, does the Fed really need to do more? The U.S. economy is already slowing down somewhat, and perhaps it doesn't need to continue to raise interest rates all that much more in order to get inflation to a level that is manageable. Appreciate the insights as always. For Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other quality podcasts at americastalking.com.